Hey everybody, welcome to 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray. I'm Kim and I've been watching this dumpster fire since the beginning. And I'm Kyle and you know, doing this podcast is so easy, Kim. I have so easy. I have power and magic. And I just cast my magic over all of our listeners and they fall asleep. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of the opposite effect of what we're going for, but... I've heard many people fall asleep to my... To your voice. My voice. <laughs> Ladies. Let this lesson, or let this episode be a lesson to all of the young women listening out there, and men. Women. The women who are, you know, maybe you're 18, 19, maybe in your early 20s, you're traveling the world. You're a female. Not right now. And, you know, you meet this hot guy on vacation. Ooh, he's activities director. And you bang him. Oh my God, he can spit fire? No need to marry him. Leave him there. Go home. Don't need to marry your vacation bang buddies. Have his baby. Have his baby too. Two, two babies. Do that. Why not? (laughs) Don't bring him. Dude, it's okay because Asuelu is lost in a bus station somewhere, maybe in Utah, maybe in California, maybe in some other state. We don't know. Some people say he's still on the bus right now. Orange peels just kind of strewn about city streets, recklessly thrown under over his shoulder, kind of like a box of eight-month-old fries, just thrown about. I know when I go to an Airbnb, I throw trash all over the backyard. That's cool. Every Airbnb host is cringing watching this. Yeah. Also, what was the like? I thought that was a lemon. Who? It was so unripe. It was so unripe. Also just destroys the blinds to get outside and immediately starts destroying a fruit tree in the backyard. When a Swilu is feeling bitter, he ingests bitter things, Kim. I see. It, just, it makes him feel better inside. <laughs> well, everybody, he's talking about how he can't express himself in English, but he was pretty expressive in the car. Oh, he expressed himself when he left his children without even saying goodbye to them. Yes. Yes, he did. Yeah. Cool. All right. Cool. So where do we want to start? Cool dude. This uh, episode is called She's a Wolf. Who's that in reference to, Kyle? Do you remember? Mother Debbie. Yes. She's a wolfie. What's Colt? He is a whale man. <laughs> she didn't Her call words, him. not mine. She, she called him a whale. He's a whale. Larissa called Colt a whale because it, in no reference to his physical appearance, she said whales are cute. He's the, they oh, seem cute, cute, but then they're dude. ruthless. This makes no sense. I mean, an orca is dangerous as fuck. Sure. But orcas are also really smart. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, He's cute. I'm like, is he? Mm. Um, do you notice that like they've really stepped up their game with the intro music? Like when they have the Chirons? <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, all right. Usually they're trolling too, which yeah, is pretty funny. It is funny. Um, yeah, the, the, I liked this episode. It was jam packed. I laughed a lot, but it also felt pretty serious. <laughs> it, it did feel a little too serious. Like the Asuelu, we're going to talk a lot about Asuelu. We'll dig deep, but damn, that was some serious stuff. That was good. Some good shit. That was. Goddamn entertaining television. It really was. What has happened to HGA? I know. <sighs> Moving up in the ranks. Uh, I hate Libby. Oh my God. In what world did we ever think that we were going to do a flip de doo and like the way that Libby talked to that airport attendant about her bag being overweight says everything we need to know about her. She sucks. She sucks. So indignant. What is? What do you think? The scale is wrong? It's, dude, it's a rule. <laughs> Just take a pair of fucking jeans out. And they were over it, a half pound. That's it. Oh, it's it. Like, it's a big deal. Andre kept us cool, though, which is very Yeah, telling. he was the one that was trying to calm her down. Yeah. It's just, I, I think the way that you treat service workers yes. and and you know, restaurant workers and just people that you don't owe anything to. That's that kind of reflects, I think who you really are inside. And when I saw that, I saw red, it made me so angry. Yeah. If anyone listening has ever been on a date with someone who has mistreated a server or like stiffed a server, that's an immediate, no way, uh, uh-uh. not, 
never want to see you again. I don't care if he's Aladdin hot. <laughs> you got to leave. Yazin brother hot? No, you got to mm. leave. <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah. Do you want to start? We're hopping right into the episode, guys. We just watched the episode. We're recording Sunday night. Uh, and do you, do you want to hype in with Mike Allen and sure. Angela? I, I love they, you know, we're seeing Michael for the first time this season in person. And the they they ask him this, I think, every season. Like, what do you, what do you, what do you see in Angela? <laughs> and his response this season was really funny. She's, uh, she's very strong. I like her smile and boobs. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he says. I like her boobs and her smile. Yeah, she's, <laughs> like, okay. she's very strong. <laughs> Angela is rocking the headband plus scrunchy look this season. She's doubled down. She's going back to the 60s. She is. She <laughs> is. Um, but I was I was surprised when they show like Michael like buttoning. They show a man like buttoning up his shirt. I'm like, who is that? I was like, Michael. I forgot about old Michael. And then they, they pan to the Angela necklace. Yeah, yeah it was great. Um, did you notice when we are with Michael and his mother in Nigeria? That is the room. And in fact, the same couch where the snail swap of no. 2018 occurred. Oh, my introduction to the show's uh, other side. That is a cruel introduction. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, Ma, you know, Michael's mother is always kind of fascinating because she's really on board with this whole Angela thing. She's really sweet. She is. And I, I don't know. Aunt Lydia, though, is is concerned about the whole prospect of Angela having a child, which. Well, yeah. She's going to try her hardest, Kyle. Angela's going to try her hardest. <laughs> that just means has have a lot of sex. <laughs> she's She's going to the doctor and she's. Making some effort, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. We'll talk about it a little later. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till we get to that part. But Doctor Toboggan that she's going to. Um, it it was interesting though to hear Lydia's take on this because she's basically saying like in Nigeria, he can have more than one wife. She actually uses the word concubine. She's like he can have a concubine, and the way that she talks about it is basically like. Just have a surrogate. You can like, have. That's what she makes it yeah. sound like. You can Get have two. You can have two iPads if you want. Oh my God. Who cares? <laughs> um, I did like. It's funny. She draws this interesting contrast accidentally between Angela in Nigeria and baby girl Lisa in Nigeria. I, not not directly, but yeah, it was she Aunt Lydia? What does she say? She says, you know, I thought Angela would be more proud. She she said I, I was worried that she would be proud and not teachable, and but then she says, but whatever I tell her, she does it. <laughs> and that's a <laughs> and reference that's what to matters. the dinner. The dinner, remember when yeah. she asked her to help? But it is it is interesting to see. I know Angela has done some pretty heinous things on the show, um, but she also like. And off the show. <laughs> yeah, sure. Of course. And off the show. But if you compare like baby girls, Lisa, just isolating their behavior in Nigeria to their significant other's family, um, Angela just makes more of an effort to fit in. And we saw her negotiate in that electronic store for the microwave. It's just, it's very different. And I wonder also if Aunt Lydia and Mother Michael have watched the show and saw baby girl Lisa and they were like, oh, thank God we didn't get that one. Could have been worse. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> um, Angela was probably one of the more hilarious. God. We have the tuck scene and we have the doctor follow up. This was... What'd pretty you, hilarious what did you think about her friend jojo yeah we haven't seen much of her also, okay we've met her before right oh i don't remember her i don't remember her either but she seems pretty forgettable dude this witness storyline is total horseshit right because absolutely just, it is I, everyone yeah I, I've read nothing that says you must have an American witness. I've read nothing that says they even have to be related to you or even a friend. It, I, and by that logic, why couldn't just like the producer be the witness? I mean, I know the producers are supposed to be like totally hands off. Um, 
but they just want another person in the storyline because otherwise it's, we've seen Angela in Nigeria so many times. I think they think it's stale. So they want to introduce a new character, but Jojo isn't really going to bring anything. I don't know. She is. And you know, if Angela was smart, she just would have never brought this up. And then they go to the courthouse and the guy who says, where's your witness? And then she just points right <laughs> at the camera, right man. at the camera. Yeah. She's like, there he is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, that's a good point. Um, but what? <laughs> the t- My big ass could fit in these panties. <laughs> Why are we looking at Angela's thong? Why are we going to the OBG with Angela? Why? Why? They, do they not have enough footage from Nigeria that we have to have another episode I mean, it, it ended up being kind of funny. It was kind of funny, but yeah. I just don't understand why was this on the production docket to film in the first place. I don't. Well, I think that they're trying. They are trying to make. They are making a big storyline out of the like. Does Angela have cancer? Yeah. Um, which, given her family history, is is kind of a legit concern. I do think it's a bit strange that the doctor is waving around cells in a. <laughs> This is probably cancer. <laughs> I don't really think that's the bedside manner that they you're supposed to go for. But uh, I, that was a little strange to me. I read a very, there was a very interesting post in our Patreon group from a lawyer who was talking about how all of these lawyer and doctor scenes on 90 Day are 100% scripted. Really? And the reason is because she thinks that they have a real scene in private and then they sign a waiver that waives doctor slash lawyer confidentiality. That makes a lot of sense. And so they, they, they give them the real story and then there's a Matt Sharp scene where they sometimes give total horseshit advice, but it's not the real advice that they gave. It's just they there's a lot of private things in these conversations and they're waiving, you know, their HIPAA rights in this context. So basically, in the eyes of the law, it's not really an appointment. It's just a fake it's a totally fake thing. Just an interesting thought. Yeah, no, that I mean, I I could see how there would be th- this would have to be carefully um you would have to get written consent for exactly what you're going to speak about. Cause it is a hip yeah. thing. Yeah. Although you think they just let them review the footage and like sign off on that. I don't know. Anyway, it's not like it's a live taping. Yeah. what do you think about the tux? We didn't get to see the tux that she picked out. What the hell? I think she's, yeah, she's picked a white tux and that was, was it, it white. She got red it shoes. Seemed, I, I hope. And then is a she salmon gonna, tie. Is she going to dress like not match. Is she going to dress him like a fucking clown? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know because it looked like red shoes and then like a peachy salmon colored weird cummerbund and tie, which is not a good I saw look. the shoes. I didn't see the tie. I was too horrified at the shoes. Yeah. It shocked me. I think Michael It looked would like look they good. had sequins on it too or something. Oh my. Oh, I hope so. Awful. What, what color tux should Michael get? I think he would look good in a deep eggplant. <laughs> what? <laughs> Say deep eggplant again. <laughs> <laughs> like a deep purple not that eggplant not eggplant emoji angela's listening to deep purple after her gas oh God. i hate getting testes <laughs> uh so she's never had a biopsy in 54 years that was yeah i don't know when you usually I don't know. I don't know when one has, I have not had one. I don't know when you typically have a biopsy like okay. that. I, I don't know. Um, I'm sure lots of people do and are currently DMing us about it. I know in the Facebook group during the live watch, people were saying 50, 50, um, shit they, doesn't hurt. Shit doesn't hurt. It does hurt. It hurt, but it wasn't that bad. Yeah. So I don't yeah. know. What, what did you think about her getting laughing gas? I just wondered why we were watching this the entire time. And then she gave her the gas and then I thought, like, oh, okay, this is why they didn't cut this. This got silly really fast. <laughs> I just, it was, she was screaming so loud and the doctor's like, I haven't even gotten close to your cervix. <laughs> Dr. Pettigrew is a great TV doctor. She She's was serious. She was savage. Yeah. She was like, I didn't do it yet. 
I'm not yeah. even anywhere near and you have to be still. I've never had to give laughing gas before. <laughs> it's usually not necessary. It's so good. Would you think that she would have to be very still during this procedure because right. it looked like that she made it out to be no big deal, Dr. Pettigrew did, but then she shows her the needle afterwards, like, can you believe this needle? I'm like, that's no fucking joke, man. But is it was it a needle or was it just a tube? I don't oh, I don't know. That's a good question. I think Maybe it's, it's a, just like a wire. I thought it was like a wire. That they just have to scrape cells, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Almost all of us have been at home for months on end with not much to do. I don't know about you, but working from home in sweatpants every day with kids running around and my father-in-law downstairs isn't the best for the old sex life. Libby and Andre style puzzle sex not doing it for you anymore? <sighs> no. So if you're, li- if you're like me, you need to pay a visit to adamandeve.com where you can stock up on everything you need to play at home while you're staying at home. Kyle and I have been waiting our entire lives to be dildo salesmen, and now we are living this dream because sex toys make stay-at-home time way more fun. When you buy almost anything from Adam and Eve with our offer, you'll get 50% off one item, and you'll also get 10 free boredom-busting gifts, including six spicy movies, a three-piece bonus kit, and free shipping delivered discreetly right to your door. A&E has thousands of products to make you glad you're staying at home go to adameve.com and use that offer code cray cray c-r-a-y c-r-a-y i don't know anything about cutter but i know about purple friends and adam eve <laughs> adam and eve is the best place to get them online again that's adamandeve.com use code cray cray there'll also be a link in the show notes who do you want to talk about next do you want to go kalani colty let's talk about larissa e real quick Sounds good. Folding clothes, amazing television. <laughs> Again, was it was this? like Larissa folding clothes for 45 seconds and then Colt and Debbie playing with the goddamn cat for like two minutes. Is there not enough? Is What hits the editing room floor? You know? I don't know. Uh, good question. Um, I was blown away that Mother Debbie is going to Brazil. I she's really fucking going she's really going she's really going because we see a teaser for next episode they're they're moving right along they are moving us along we're in moldova we're going to be in nigeria and brazil next episode i could not be more excited that we're jess, leaving america jess immediately hates debbie <laughs> oh well larissa tried to warn her and she didn't believe her she's a wolfie why There's is she a wolf? wolfie and whales in this house does All it right. Make any sense? Oh man. I mean, where do we even start with this? Did you notice how <laughs> we didn't talk about this? Did you notice how when she was looking at the picture of Colt and Jess, why did she zoom? Did you notice she zoomed in really far on his legs? It was like his, his knees. And You're his, talking about Larissa. Larissa yeah. in the picture on her phone, she's like zooming in on his crotch and his legs. <laughs> so strange. It looked like she was zooming in almost on his like lower thighs and knees. I couldn't quite tell. And they were looked like they were covered in kind of bruises, s- bruises or warts or something. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe that's why. She Maybe she's again trying to fuck with Colt. Yeah. yeah. That was funny. It was it was also funny when Jess was referencing her sex clothes that she needed sex clothes. Was she trying to say sexy clothes or lingerie? She said sex clothes. I'm assuming just something that looks hot for the for the club. Okay, so sexy clothes. I, I guess. I didn't know uh, she was referencing clothes that she needed to have sex with Colt. Like asking for gifts or something. Yeah, let's not think about that. Um, hmm. this Larissa like phone call to Jess was pretty fakey faker. I think so. Um, mainly because they're speaking English the whole time. I know, and that makes it feel so inauthentic. Colt is a demon. Yeah, she didn't Jeez. really say anything surprising. Yeah, do you think that this? What percentage do you think this was altruism versus revenge? Oh, 50-50. I feel it was 80% revenge. <laughs> I'm giving Larissa the benefit of the doubt here. I don't think Larissa wants Colt back. No, no, no. Yeah. So that's why I say 50-50. I think it's like more than revenge. It's I want to be on television. Yeah. Uh, 
me not fucking with Colt means I have almost nothing happening. Yeah, she already, we already saw a blind date. Ericky is he comes back not apparently, around but yet. yeah, not around. So I don't know. There's just not. She doesn't have a whole lot. Where's Carmen? Why doesn't yeah. Carmen drive her to the immigration appointment? Carmen's been gone since episode one. When they maybe that turkey was so revolting that they're not <laughs> friends anymore. <laughs> well, she lives with her. Maybe Carmen's like, I just don't want to be involved that much in this show. Or I have a real job. Yeah. She's like, I can only be on one episode and then no more. I guess I can just open up an hour of my body sculpting to take you. Yeah. <laughs> I bet Carmen kills it. She seems industrious. Um, I love that this friend is completely blindsided, though. Larissa's friend that's driving her to the USCIS appointment. She's like, oh, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. I thought we were going to go, like, sign some papers. They might arrest you. She's like, yeah, you, you got to call the DUI doctor, my lawyer, if, uh, Who I if owe $40,000 to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that was funny. Oh, my God. I, did I bring my ID? Holy shit. Are they going to deport me? I know. Um, this, so, this poor girl. <laughs> I know. It's like reconsidering her friendship with this maniac as they drive to the immigration office. It's pretty funny. Yeah, this um, the phone call man. I don't know. It just she she has feelings for Colt, and of course she's not going to listen. But remember, hashtag Kyle was right. I predicted that she would blow Larissa off, but this phone call is going to be referenced like every episode from now on the entire season and everything Larissa said is going to come true. That is definitely true. You're right there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but let's, let's get back into Colt. So we have an entire scene of mother Debbie and Colt playing with Larissa's cats, which is strange to me why Larissa wouldn't take her cats. I don't know if Colt like stopped her or Colt, what. Colt seems to he's seems to be all proud that he got the cats in the divorce. It's very strange. Cool. He tells Debbie that he's dating a Brazilian woman um, who's on a J one visa, and mm. yeah, mm. we get a mm. sigh from Debbie. Big surprise. I don't and, expect you to run and tell mommy when you see when you are seeing someone, but she does. She does expect that. Yeah. 100% she expects that. Yeah, for sure. It's too much, too fast. But, sorry, I'm jumping ahead, but the most savage part of this whole cult storyline this week is this video call with Jess. When he's like, can I bring my mother? And she's like, Mm. ah. Uh, um, here? Well, my dad. My, let's talk about here. my dad. Yeah, my dad really thinks... And, and then he tries to bring <laughs> it back. So, you think... What, what do you... Uh, uh, mm, oh, oh, gee, she does oh, not answer. Mm, uh-huh. I can't wait to see you. <laughs> <laughs> she, she also says, I love you, but I love my dad more, which made me crack up. I mean, up. I should hope so. That's true. I don't know. What if, if your mom, let, let, if your mom didn't approve of your wife? I would tell her I don't fucking care what you think. Yeah, exactly. So but that doesn't, like, but that doesn't mean I don't love my mom more than someone I just met. True. But just talks <laughs> about it in the context that like she needs yeah. to have her dad's approval. And Cole kind of rightfully is like, I think it's going to be pretty tough to get somebody's approval when I don't even speak we don't even speak the same language. I was like, that is going to be hard, but you know how to say the guy is running. So that's a good start. At least he's pretending to be taking Portuguese. That's true. Unlike Paul in the last seven years. And it looks like he's doing Rosetta stone or yeah, lingo or something. something. Yeah. Hey, at least he's that sex must've been sex must've been pretty good. <laughs> totally. Um, what else? She, she enjoyed I, the mushroom. She, <laughs> Let's, um, let's talk about Vanessa. <clears throat> uh, when he was talking to, when he was talking, before we get there, when he was talking to his mom and she's, huh, over my dead body, you go live in Brazil. I just kind of expected him to say, she makes my pee pee feel good, mommy. <laughs> what? Why is she, teacher. why is she into cult? Why, why is he into her? She's so far away. Well, 
she's way out of Colt's league. That's why he likes her. Yeah. But she phrases it as, why would anybody be into Colt? Kind of. <laughs> Which totally. is pretty fucked up. God. But pretty funny and savage, too. I don't know. Um, she doesn't... So, let's talk, also, let's talk sorry, for a minute. She also says that she barely survived Colt's marriage oh, to Marissa. Like, oh. it's something that she had to survive. Well, she was threatened with death from the queen. That is true. I guess that's a I mean, to be fair. Larissa was really mean to Deborah. (laughs) They were mean to each other. No, yeah, they both just tit for tat. Do you, so we've been, I've been so fucking sick of Debbie for so long. Do you think that she is justified in her suspicion and her concern? Or is this way over smothering? Is this smothered? Because what she says, which part of it? Like she has the right to be concerned, but the fact that she's going to supervise her son's bang trip is like a a little bang trip. You're not invited to the bang trip. Yeah, I think what's funny is I think everything that she actually says, her words, I think makes sense. Mm -hmm. You know, he's easily swayed. He is. He's blinded by vagina. He is. And don't come home with a fucking bride. I don't trust you to make good decisions there all of those are true it's more just i know that colt is terrible he's an awful person and none of us like him Mm-mm. but i do feel like she has just such a shitty attitude about it he's like 35 like yeah. let him make these mistakes you know yeah that's that's a good point i mean there's nothing look Debbie was not in favor of Colt marrying Larissa and she made it very clear and it made zero difference. So what does she think she's even going to do? Let's say she goes to Brazil. Colt decides he wants to marry Jess while he's there. And he's like, I'm going to the, I'm going to the chapel. And what's, what's mother Debbie going to do about it? She's going to complain. And then when he brings her back to America, she's going to slowly poison her. I mean, there's like nothing else with frozen au gratin potatoes <laughs> and like overcooked unseasoned steaks. They were they were seasoned with Cajun Cajun seasoning, oh, my, as we saw. My bad. Yeah, Colt walks in. He's like, "Smells good." I'm like, "It's raw. It's raw meat. meat. She hasn't cooked it yet." What are you talking Why is, about? You sniff raw meat. It doesn't, <laughs> doesn't smell, smell. It doesn't really smell. Listen, if it smells, you got a problem. (laughs) You're not headed to Flavortown. No, you're not. Listeners, we are living in interesting times. And now more than ever, you may be dealing with stress and anxiety. And you may be feeling a real need to talk to someone about it. Maybe you're dealing with issues you've been wanting to resolve for years now, or maybe you're dealing with depression and anxiety for the first time. It's possible you'd love to talk to a counselor, but you're just not sure how to go about actually finding a counselor. Enter BetterHelp. BetterHelp offers affordable, convenient counseling via text, chat, phone, or video. No, you don't even have to travel anywhere. If you're really needing counseling right now, you don't even have to leave your house to get help. BetterHelp is there for you. I used to go to counseling in person, but I found it so overwhelming to drive across town to get to my counselor's office, and I hated scheduling appointments with her weeks in advance. I'm just so busy, I ended up not being able to go a lot of the time. And right now, more than ever, I'm looking for a way to telecommute to all of my appointments, including counseling. With BetterHelp, you can connect with a professional counselor in a safe environment and communicate how it's easiest for you by text, video, chat, or phone. You can talk with a licensed professional counselor who specializes in issues like depression, stress, anxiety, trauma, family conflicts, and much more. Everything is safe and secure. BetterHelp allows you to get help at your own time and at your own pace, and you can start communicating in under 24 hours with BetterHelp. Get started right away. No waiting days or weeks for appointments. BetterHelp is a truly affordable option, and for 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray listeners, get 10% off your first month with discount code CrayCray. Go to betterhelp.com slash CrayCray. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with the perfect counselor for you. That's betterhelp.com slash CrayCray, or use discount code CrayCray to get 10% off your first month with BetterHelp. I'll also have a link in the show notes. I don't think Vanessa gives a shit about Colt. Yeah. 
I think I, I'm willing to believe that they're genuinely friends, especially if Jess ends up eventually breaking up with him over Vanessa. Oof. He must really be into her to continue. I, I just, this is one of those things. I do not think it is appropriate in a normal circumstance to ask your boyfriend to cut someone out of their life. That's a friend of the opposite sex. It's not okay. Uh, if someone asked me to do that, I would probably dump them immediately. Yeah. Cause do you just, do you want to deal with that type of behavior? Cause that behavior is not going to go away. It's only going to escalate. And when, what happens when you have female coworkers, what happens if you want to do a podcast? <laughs> Great point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So th- this is not going away. And maybe it is because Jess is all of fucking 22. Then you shouldn't date her. She's not ready for a mature relationship. She wants to go to the club and get drunk. She should. She should do that. Yeah. That's she, shouldn't, what, she shouldn't date you. You do you, girl. Like, come on. Yeah. She's just not ready for anything serious. It seems like to me. She might think she is because she's, if we believe this, uh, she's infatuated with Colt. I find it hard to believe, but that's what TLC is telling us. So yeah, we have I to just, I just, proceed as though it's true. I just wouldn't. I wouldn't lie to my girlfriend. And he is blatantly lying. And not only is he lying, let's say he and Jess do make it. She's going to find out it's just, oh, when it so, airs. Like, so easy for her to find out. It's so dumb. You guys bang all the time. I'll bet a million dollars that Colt rolls over and passes out in three seconds after they have sex. And she's just going to pick up your phone and she's going to see, she doesn't even have to have your passcode. She's going to see notifications from, from Vanessa. Vanessa. I know. That's that's totally how it's going to happen. I'm calling it I right know. now. <laughs> I mean, if Mother Debbie ever gets past this like hotel oh panic God. that we see in the next time on. Is Mother Debbie going to leave early? And give them any time to themselves. Who knows? I Good let's Lord. move on. All right. I want to talk about Kalani and Oswego because this is the big one. This is the big guns. This episode. Holy oh shit! Oh my god! I wanted to see that whole conversation with the entire family while she was making cookies, and they were talking about the trip. It seemed like an important thing that they really glossed over. It did. I was so you're talking about the conversation of Kalani with Mother Kalani, and Father dad. Kalani, yeah. and Asuelu, where they're like, "So what happened at the doctor?" And Asuelu like, said it was okay to go. Asuelu completely misconstrues what the doctor said. Doctor said it's fine. Kalani's like, "The doctor did not say it's fine." Seven percent chance of my children dying. It's fine. God, don't worry about it. And Oswaylu tries to use this against Kalani when they're in the car to California. You just don't stand by me. <laughs> I lose. <laughs> Oswaylu, this is the worst we have ever seen him. He is deplorable in this episode. It's probably worse than last episode. Okay, I did think the only thing I'll say about Oswaylu is that I did think it was insanely hilarious when Kalani in the ITS, she's like, we decided to not go to Samoa. Instead, we're driving to my parents' house in California to celebrate. <laughs> like, oh my God, that is not the same thing. <laughs> I would be so pissed about that too. Yeah, that was really funny. I do not want to spend any amount of time in a car with my mother-in-law driving to a kid's birthday party. Why you know, is that? Why does that sound like a good time to anybody? We're about to rip into Asuelu really bad, so I'll just say this one thing. I can understand that it's frustrating that your in-laws have moved in with you and that you're annoyed about it. At the same time, that stern conversation that we saw in the first episode between mother, or sorry, father Kalani and Asuelu makes so much more sense now that we have seen his true colors like coming out yeah, this episode. I know. This is bad. And I wonder how much Father Kalani has seen of this behavior. <sighs> I mean, let's start with the car, I guess. Episode four in a row that we see boob. <laughs> boob I know. Breastfeeding. 
uh, it's just a running theme it's really just a running is. theme i think it's i think it's hilarious yeah. we're gonna get more emails i don't want to see boobs on my screen anymore <laughs> those people are insane hey. Asuelo's being such a dick right off the bat, though. He's like, we canceled our trip to Samoa for the kids' safety. Now, if the kids are sick, we should cancel the California trip. And I, I don't... He is equating, like, a stomach bug with fucking, like... The measles. The measles. A serious outbreak where a lot of kids have are died. Are dying. Yeah. Like, Kalani has a cold, dude. It's very different. The kid's health is... Shut up. He's he's being such a brat. And at first, other than being a total... Sorry. You fucked up our pockets. Um, (laughs) Other than being a total brat about it, at first, I kind of thought they were a little bit playfully fighting because he's like doing his little joke where he's putting the kids to sleep with his magic powers. And, you know, we've my wife and I have joked about similar things like that in the past, but then it turns dark very quick. It's like such a, I wonder how this was edited. Like it was, it seemed the way it was presented to the viewer was that it was such a rapid turn. Yeah. Of darkness. <laughs> Just dark, dark, dirt and darkness. So then Asuelu tar- starts talking about how women's job is so easy. Women. You just put, you just put on a dishwasher. Laundry in the machine. No problem. Dishes in the machine. Just put the kids in front of the TV. The TV babysits the children. That's great. Easy. I, so when I was watching the... Well, people are still setting off fireworks. Yeah, I know. Um, it's, a, it's, a, <laughs> it's quite a weekend here in the uh, neighborhood. <laughs> I think... <laughs> I'm not trying to defend anything. I think... He was trying very badly, and it's a dumb point to make. Just, just I'm just going to put that out there. It is a <laughs> dumb thing to say no matter what. But I think that his point was that women in Samoa have to do far more manual labor and doing stuff like dishes and laundry takes far longer. And so I guess to him being a woman and keeping up the house is a full-time job because it literally is mm-hmm. like you, you don't have any free time. And so in Samoa, in Samoa. And so I wonder if, and you just, you just deal with the kids, mm-hmm. but also like, there's more, more, I mean, we, we don't need to explain how stupid it is, but I think that he was looking at Kalani and honestly thinks that she's, lazy because she uses a washing machine and a dryer and it's almost like he does he has less respect for american women because they're not like because out. they're not like having a washing board and like right. in a bucket and scrubbing i think that was the point he was trying to make it's it's a bad it's a it's a bad take yeah and it's not a great thing to say to her but i think that was the idea that he was trying to get across like you're complaining about me you know be, be thankful you don't have to use a clothesline and, you know, I, I guess that was his point. And Kalani makes a great counterpoint to him when they're at the Airbnb <laughs> finally. Like, yeah. if you want to get on my mother's good side, maybe don't tell her how all American women are lazy and their right. jobs are easy. And, and if it was so lazy, no if it was so easy, why don't you ever do it? Yeah, why don't you do anything? Well, I'm doing other things. He's, I, I pulled, he's doing other things. He's playing volleyball, Kyle. I pulled weeds once. Yeah, he, we've seen him mow the lawn <laughs> to Christmas music. I know. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I think his the, the next point he tries to make is that like I do yard work, but you see like outdoor work as not as important as indoor work. But I don't think Kalani is necessarily complaining about doing dishes and laundry. She wants Kal- help with the kids. She wants help with the kids and she wants somebody to get up in the middle of the night and help her with sick children. But Cam, he woke up too. Oh, did he? <laughs> he didn't do anything, but he <laughs> but woke they, up. He looks... So back to this car ride. Asuelu looks so absolutely irritated and annoyed that his kids are crying in this car. Like, it... I mean, it's annoying. Sure. <laughs> but he looks like but, he yeah. thinks it's Kalani's he's, fault. He's, yeah, he's so detached. 
from his own children. And look, like I'm not going to say that he doesn't love his kids or something, but there's, it's, it's extremely worrisome to me that he left without saying goodbye to them. And he all, I mean, those kids are sick. I know. Like, Oh, a six-hour car ride six with hour, sick kids. I mean, that's horrible. It's awful. But when your kids are sick and they're screaming and crying, I mean, I've been annoyed at my son for screaming and crying. But when they're sick, you feel I, I felt nothing but worry and like sadness. I you know? know, he feels no worry. Instead, he decides to call Kalani a lying bitch, <sighs> and he says, "I can't stand the sound of your voice. You're so fucking annoying." Then later says that he finds it hard to express himself in English. I'm like, I don't know. Those are some pretty yeah, like clear seem pretty, words. Seem pretty clear what you were trying to say. Like that's pretty explicit, and he's using very like colloquial terms and, uh, like your the sound your husband, of your voice is so fucking annoying. That's pretty... your husband ever said anything close to that to you. No. Yeah, I would never in a million years. It's never even occurred to me. No. They should get divorced. That's the next question. They can't stay married, right? If she has any respect for herself, I feel like this is a line. Like she has two boys. Does she want them to have this people? I, I understand. Their model of behavior is Yeah, like bad. I understand that you really want their father in their life and that's a noble desire to have. But at a certain point, does having him around actually do more damage to them than having him there? Especially when you live with your parents who seem pretty well adjusted. I'm saying like, look at the very last scene where he leaves and gets on a bus that may or may not be going to Utah. Dude, <laughs> just, just let I him think it's just leave. Gonna, I think it's just going to go in circles. <laughs> I don't know if he's going to know to get off at the like the main bus terminal in town to catch a connection. Are there even like where in Utah is he going? Does he have enough money for bus fare? Does he even have keys to his own home? So this is the question I have. Does he have like how much access does Sisuelu have to the family finances? Does he have an ATM card? Does he even have a credit card? Yeah. She looks at him in shock when he orders his own fucking lunch. I know. Avocado toast. Oh, yeah. a mocha? Even the producer, he takes off his mic, hands it to the producer, and he's like, I'm going with her, meaning the bus driver. <laughs> yeah, her, the bus driver. I, it said Stanton on it. <laughs> I think that's just a street, but. It looked like a local bus. And yeah, she it was said, for sure Are local. you going to Utah? And he's like, Yeah. Yeah, goodbye. <laughs> It was great. I just okay. So let's talk about um women in Samoa do all everything and no complain. What does he mean if your daughter asks stupid question? Oh, that was fucking that was weird. I loved that her mom okay, her mom handled that so well. I mean, I think a lot of Mothers would have pulled that car over and lost their fucking shit on him. She kept it so calm and together. And she said something so logical and completely correct. Say that shit when my husband's around. Uh-huh. Because you know we'll see was what terrified fucking happens. Can you imagine the type no. of crap that comes out of his mouth when there's no cameras and no parents around? And we discussed this before we started podcasting. Like, I... I think that the fact that the car ride was so long that Asuelu must have just forgotten that they're, you know, you get numb to the fact that you're so mic'd up. And that's when he starts saying stuff like you're a lying bitch and, um, you know, the, your daughter asks dumb questions. He also says, she's my wife. I'll talk to her how I want to. Your husband talks to you how, how he wants to. I talk to my wife how I want to. I'm like, and Kalani doesn't say anything, which is curious to me. I feel like she's heard this before. Her reaction to me was more disappointment that he's spouting this shit off again than shock. I, I don't feel like she was very shocked. She wasn't shocked at all. I mean, when he left that Airbnb, she literally, she was only concerned that the kid was following him. Otherwise, she didn't give a shit. I think she was shocked and confused. And then when she sat back down, the reality, like, fucking left 
really hit I her. Mean, I feel like she was more concerned that he would just end up in a ditch. If Let's say Kalani does leave him, though. She's still financially responsible for him for 10 for years. For 10 years. Well, probably he's been here for like a year at least. And if anyone is going to need financial assistance. It's, fucking, it's definitely Asuelu. Yeah. Oh, man. You hate to see it. Someone walking out on their kids with a suitcase and they get on a bus and they don't even have any money and they don't know where they're going. <clears throat> I liked it. I was like, get out of here, buddy. Hey, I mean, best That's case the, scenario. That will be gone a few months. That is the most on-brand Aswailu <laughs> way to leave your marriage. <laughs> just get on a bus. You don't even know where it's going. No, it's just, I swear that was a local bus. It Oh, for sure. There's just no way. It was absolutely a local bus. It just pulled up like outside the Airbnb. I don't think that there is a Greyhound hub station just randomly next to this Airbnb on the side of the road. Totally agree. Do we do we miss anything? Um, no. You want to talk about Andre? So this was the other kind of big hitter. Um, this episode. So, God, are I'm, you done yet? The packing. <laughs> the suitcase. I need a new one. I hope it gets lost. Packing will take me five minutes. Watch. <laughs> Jeans are prepared. I know how to pack. Three times smaller. Elizabeth is incapable of managing time. Dude, he would have rolled his clothes if he knew how to pack properly. All I'm saying. It didn't look like he packed that much. Why didn't he just put a knee on this suitcase to close it down? And still... Oh, it could have all totally fit in there. I think he was trolling us. I know how to pack. <laughs> it, this scene felt very fake. Just it did. Like, it was so... Yeah especially because he was like, Libby can't do more than one thing at once. She just, her box, her female boxes yeah. are just all crazy. He blames the suitcase. He blames the suitcase. What the hell is wrong with this suitcase? Yeah. American made trash. <laughs> it's definitely not American made. <laughs> In Moldova, suitcase fit all of my skinny jeans <laughs> and tight V-neck shirt. I'm going to say two things that are going to end up on Pot of Shame. First off, for some reason in this episode, I was like, huh, Andre's attractive. I knew you were going to say that, and I feel the same way. <laughs> I'm so glad. <laughs> he, he, just, looks, he looks he, better than he's ever looked. I swear he's a different person in Moldova. He's lost some weight. He just looked good. The, at the beginning of the last season of HEA, you remember when he was cleaning the pool yes. without a shirt on, and he had... A giant beer gut. It wasn't. It's not like not gut giant. or no gut, though. It's like I don't know. He just looked different. He's got. He kind of got it. To, his eyebrows are on fleek. He's got a lot of time to prune his eyebrows. Although I will say this too, Andre. Out of all these useless men that we're seeing on the, you know, we got Osweilu's pretty useless. I mean, um, uh, Colt is pretty useless. Sinjin's useless. Colt, I guess he has a job or whatnot. Um. But Andre, I know he's a mooch and whatever, but he does like we see him holding Eleanor. Uh, yes. Uh, now Libby says that he he's like a bump on a log and never helps with the baby. But we the way that they shoot the know. show, he always is playing with her and hanging out with her. Yeah, he seems yeah. to be involved. Who knows who wakes up in the middle of the night? I, we don't know, but it, just from what we've seen, the other thing that I will say, baby that, need the boob. <laughs> Get over there, woman. The other thing that I'll say in this, this is going to, I don't know. This is just the way I feel right now in this moment on July <laughs> Are you going to go a full Mary Payne on us? Probably. <laughs> um, Mary Payne loves Andre. I know. I, I think, it's kind of, it's a I joke. I think like but, mostly ironically, but. Yeah. <laughs> I dis, I, I like Andre more than Libby. I just, I really hated her this episode. I hated she her this yells episode. At the, she yeah. yells at the airport person. She's been playing both sides, talking yeah. shit about Andre to her family, talking shit about her family to Andre. And Andre does some terrible things and he's definitely a misogynist. Like we see him saying some sexist stuff, but I don't know. I feel like, do you feel like he's vilified a little bit because of like, his Eastern European accent. And that's just from the old cold war era. That's kind of the accent that we've heard is like a villain in a lot of the movies. I don't and, know. I don't know. 
Yeah. I mean, I the only time I do his or really any <laughs> really any accent on this show. First of all, I only do it for white people from western countries. <laughs> we got this whole email. But someone, Moldova. Moldova's dangerous. Oh, so, yeah, the Are most dangerous country. Vests when yeah. they land there. Yeah. That airport was nicer than freaking JFK. I just want to point Way out. Way nicer than LAX. Yes. Oh, my, my God. God. But, like, for real. Um, I only do accents when people say something really stupid, <laughs> which is almost every line that Andre says. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know. It's hard. I mean, he's clearly a misogynist. Yeah. But on this show, that ranks him somewhere in the bottom third of terrible people. <laughs> Especially if you count fucking last season before the 90. Yeah. You know what I mean? It seems like he's involved with his daughter. Uh, he's, she's, I mean, the worst thing you can say about Andre is he's a misogynist and he can't seem to find a job. But yeah, neither can almost anyone. On this show, it seems like. I think also seeing him with his family kind of softened me a little bit because his family is so lovely. Like he has this yeah. brother. We've never heard of this Who brother. Speaks perfect English. Yeah, they're like all speaking Romanian. I think that's they speak Romanian in Moldova, right? Yes. That's what we've read. That's what, what we've, we've read. read. He has this his brother's married to some like supermodel lady. Like, where did this woman come from? And all of a sudden, Libby's like, what's going on? And he's like, let me tell you. And he's like speaking freaking Oxford English. I'm like, what happened? Like, yeah. <laughs> who are these people? And I don't know. I just, his mother was just so loving. And, you know, his dad takes Eleanor right at the airport and is loving on her. Yeah. It's just, his family's very sweet. Passing Eleanor around with the family. It's It was really cute. I, I will say this dinner that they had, it was exactly... Every single dinner that I had when I was in Poland. <laughs> I was just about to ask With my you wife's that. family. Yeah. Exactly the same thing. Gigantic spread. Enormous spread. of most Of mostly beige food. Um, <laughs> that was delicious. And a bunch of spe- people speaking a language I didn't understand. And most of the time, I was trying so hard not to fall asleep because I was just full of wine and vodka. And cheesecake. We've and heard cheesecake. about the cheesecake. Yeah. I know. What are you going to do? But this is what they do. They're... So hospitable. They want to cook. They want to show you their best all the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's just um, it's just a, a hospitality thing. And I hope that Libby appreciates it. It seems like next episode, they get into an argument about, I don't know, like his mom taking care of everything. I want to see, because it sounds like Libby kind of freaks out, but yeah, is she upset because, I mean, I know we just saw a two-second preview, but she seems upset because his mother's constantly putting out food and serving coffee and whatnot. That's that's, that's every that's, fucking Eastern European mother, everything, yeah. every every single one of them is going to do that. And quite frankly, like, that would be a lot of even regions in the United States, like, yeah. If somebody Andre's mother's age is going to have guests, she's probably going to be making a big breakfast. That's my mom. Making, yeah, my my mom. I gain the same thing. ten pounds every time I see my mom. <laughs> yeah, and it is a generation. I think it's a generational it's thing. It's more as much generational. As it is. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's I'm, what I'm trying to my say. My mom bakes four pies every time <laughs> that she knows and I'm coming. What a pie! Yeah, come to Oregon. It's fine. <laughs> I'll just show up. Hi. Yeah. Hi. What kind of pie do you have? I love a blackberry cobbler. Oof. Peach cobbler. Well, she, the, she, they live in Oregon, and so it's hard to beat a Marionberry pie. What's that? A what berry? You don't know what a Marionberry is? No, we don't fucking know what a Marionberry is. fuck up. What is it? I'm going to stop this podcast and go to Whole Foods right now. <laughs> Marionberry, you can only get it in Oregon. Okay. They've like patented it and it's i don't know it's a weird thing what does it look is it a raspberry with another it's, name it's like a raspberry crossed with i want to I, I could be wrong about this i feel like it's a raspberry crossed with either a boysenberry or a blackberry mm. and it's just, just dope it's it's very similar to a raspberry okay i do like i do like berries 
Um, I was just, I was blown away about his brother and then they have this little cousin that is like the same age. What did you think about the godparent talk? Godparents is very serious. It's definitely a serious thing in Poland. Mm-hmm. You know, it has religious connotations, you know, God, father. It's also, they, they didn't mention this, but if both parents are killed, it goes, like the child goes to the godparents. Isn't that the way it is in America too? I don't think that's a legally binding thing. Oh, it's not legally binding, but that's what I think of as like what godparents are. Honestly, I don't know if it's legally binding in Moldova either, sure. but it's probably more rooted in tradition. Whereas here, I'm not sure if that's the case. I don't know if everyone that nominates a godparent. To, to me, it seems like here it's much more of a, this is going to be your like unofficial aunt or uncle mentor mm. type person. Because, you know, if, you know, something happened to my wife and I, we've talked about who would help, who would raise our kid. Polish father-in-law. Oh, dude. <laughs> Your kid would know all sorts of illegal things. Oh, my fucking God, <laughs> man. We've had long conversations about this and not because we disagree. We fully agree that there is nobody. <laughs> That we would be completely <laughs> enthused about. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah. Um, that's a whole different conversation. But it, it it just seems like it's much more formal there. Yeah. I mean, they, they talk about how serious it is. And um, Libby, though, it's strange. Libby is, like, upset. First of all, they're like, what religion are you? And she kind of hesitates. And then she says Baptist. D- she didn't even say Baptist. I thought Andre told Andre them. Andre kind of said yeah. Baptist. and. And the sister-in-law is shocked. She's like, wait, she's not even a Christian? And Andre has to explain, that's that's a Christian. It's just a different type of Christian. Libby has never made any comment about being religious or, I don't know, I just didn't get the point that I, I have never heard her speak of religion or what she was. I'm she curious, is yeah. horrified at the fa- of the prospect of getting Baptized. baptized as an Orthodox. You know, Christian. I'm not sure I agree with you. I just felt like she was more shocked. I'm not sure she was horrified. Yeah. It was more, I feel like she might have been, but I feel like it was much more like, fuck, like another thing you didn't tell me about yeah. that you totally had to know. And why am I learning this now? And I feel like she was probably more concerned what her parents would think about it. Maybe. But. I don't know. I don't know. Dump some water on your head and like, well, I just don't know enough about, I don't know enough about, um, cross. No, I I know what a baptism is, but I don't know like enough about what individual denominations of Christianity think about the other. You know what I mean? Like, yes. What would a typical Baptist be? Holy shit. You can't do that. You can't be baptized in Orthodox church or you're, that's bad. Like, I don't yeah. know if that's a thing that people are actually even concerned about at all. Does that even come up? That's my point is that like, if you're not very religious or you don't have a, a strong religious conviction anyway, it wouldn't be as big of a deal. Like yeah. if you're Evelyn of Evelyn and David of season five, she's not getting baptized in another no. religion. She is right. extremely religious. She's talked about a religious conviction, but like Libby, who's never talked about it. If it's like, whatevs, then I would do it. Right. I was, I was about to ask you like as an atheist, like I would do, do it. you even, would I would you be care? very clear with my partner right. that then, I feel nothing. Right. Hello, lovely listeners. Are you sad that this podcast is just about over? If you love our podcasts and you want to listen to Kyle and I talk about this trashy trash garbage show for even more hours every week, you can sign up for our Patreon. As a Patreon member, you'll get extended recap episodes every week, typically about two hours long, without ads, and you'll get bonus episodes as well. It's only $5 a month, and you can add our Patreon podcast feed to the Apple Podcast app and many Android apps, including Podcast Addict. So go ahead, treat yourself, and go to patreon.com slash realitycraycray to sign up. That's patreon.com slash realitycraycray. Kyle, do you have any last words to end? It's wonderful. Wonderful episode on. If you see Oswalu, <laughs> call the authorities. No, don't. That's not cool. Uh, if you call, if you see Oswalu, make sure he has enough bus fare to continue his his mystical journey <laughs> back to wherever the fuck he's going. <laughs>
<laughs> Hand him an orange, too. Hand him an orange. A real one that's ripe. Yeah. Oh, it was good. I can't believe I'm enjoying Happily Ever After. It took them three seasons to get it right, but they've really hit a home run I'm this season. I'm telling you, make half the cast go to another country, even on HEA. Yeah. That's the formula. It is the formula. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. You can follow us at 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray on Instagram. Um, support our sponsors, BetterHelp and Adam and Eve. And the links are in the show notes for those promo codes. Get some dildos. Get some dildos. Why not? You're at home. What else do you have to do? Yeah. Nothing. Don't, Puzzle sex. Don't make babies with your man-child husband. <laughs> Get some Get condoms. Some condoms. Yeah. And it's everyone's responsibility. It's true. Not just the hormones. <laughs> and leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Thanks, guys. Because we always forget to ask. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.